Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we re-watch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. I'm Helena. And I'm Elliot. And for this episode, we watched Resident Evil. So, to start off uh, with, what what connection do you guys have to this movie? Like, I watched it a lot of as a kid. I think I'd literally only watched it the one time, but Resident Evil as a franchise is one of my absolute favourites. So, uh, and I had a few stark memories of this movie that um, I'll get into shortly. That i've held through my entire life (laughs) i think i've seen bits of several different resident evil movies over the years and probably remember one scene from like each and i've made this weird sort of like super cut of it in my head um so i remembered one scene from this movie and that was it i had no idea about anything else that happened um and yeah i was i enjoyed watching that scene again yeah i i had one specific scene that kind of stood out to me i watched this once like a good like 10 years or so ago although yeah oddly enough the bits i remembered most were before all the zombies happened it does take a little while to get zombies it takes actually exactly half an hour to give us our first tease of zombie which is the woman that was suspended in the uh in in the liquid opening her eyes i i very deliberately checked the timestamp on that because i wanted to know how long it took to get from disaster in the beginning to actual zombies genuinely i think that the opening hour is better than when the zombies turn up yeah so yeah (laughs) it's just better The disaster that happens is that a vial gets smashed and no one notices. Um, and so uh, an yeah. AI decides to shut down the facility and make sure it Kill. can't escape because Kill it turns inside. people into zombies. It kills everyone yeah. inside. There's a bunch of people that are in an elevator and it tries to kill them by dropping it. And they actually based a ride at Universal Studios off of that scene. Yeah. Mm, fun Why? fact about that. That elevator scene... Uh, so a little bit of background basically i played the first resident evil game when i was way too young to be having any business playing the first resident evil game as such i was very very young when my interest in resident evil started uh obviously this movie came out 2002 so i would have been seven (laughs) that elevator scene i genuinely believe is what triggered my lifelong fear of tall elevators i hate elevators and that was never a problem for me until i saw that movie it's such a good scene though that whole fantastic panic breakdown at the beginning is so so yeah no the company owns resident if you don't know resident evil company that owns it is umbrella they built a facility that they called the hive under a city and it shows you that it really was nerds that built this city because they called it the hive yeah the hive Hmm. under raccoon city yeah they picked they really picked a theme because the ai security system is called the red queen Mm. they really picked a theme and went with it (laughs) and she's british She's but she's a British girl, which is horrifying. Why? Why British child? Why would you make your security system like extra scary for no particular reason? So the very speaking of slightly scary things, but not particularly scary. The one, the first thing I sort of felt, and I think this isn't a nostalgia thing, but more of a postalgia. Sure. Okay. Influenced by something that happened after the movie, I very much got like the zoom in at the start where you zoom into the like their 
picking up the different vials inside the chamber. It was it reminded me so much of like the sunken place in Get Out that yeah. I was immediately like, oh, is this actually going to be scary? Because part of me was like, this is immediately making me think of a genuinely quite scary film. Yeah. The opening scene, like the opening 20, 30, 20, 50 minutes, genuinely really scary. Like the facility shutting down, people desperately trying to get out. People stuck inside and they might get, they might drown in water. That person like, getting coffee yeah. spilt on them. Oh yeah, yeah the most annoying man in the whole movie and I'm yeah. glad he died. <laughs> I'm very glad he died. And then you have like the, why, do, that's a good question. So the, the reason the elevator scene happens and what we're talking about is a woman, they, they're in the elevator and the facility shuts down, the hive shuts down and the Red Queen is killing everyone. Well, locking everyone inside. I don't think she planned to kill people. There was yeah. no, like, intent to murder. It was more don't let the virus yeah. out. So why? When that woman, because so grim people trapped in an elevator, they open the door a little bit and a woman, like, shimmies her head out and shoulders out. And yeah. then the Red Queen is, for some reason, like, activating the, the lift and <laughs> brings her, like, cuts her head off with the elevator, essentially. Like, brings it up to just cut her head off. Yep. Why? Uh, someone on the that? top floor just pressed the button. She hasn't been like maliciously trying to kill anyone else. Mm. Did that woman annoy annoy the the AI? I don't. Yeah, the the AI does sort of get that lady aside. Sort of gets gradually more and more malicious. It's more. It's like it starts off as like you're a victim of circumstance, but then there's like obviously the slicey choppy scenes and like they're actively working. A, against the ai and yeah. it does escalate but it starts pretty um i think it i feel like it's when any, any if anyone ever gets too close to actually getting out or to, to becomes basically whenever when someone becomes too much of a risk that they that she has to resort to killing them she, she will like she will if she can there's also uh, I don't know how because she was seeing everything through cameras and I noticed like something that I fa that thought was strange is that we got like a visual indicator almost of yeah. when she was specifically looking through a certain camera so it was like yeah. okay so this AI isn't ever present she still kind of has to jump from camera to camera well my my pro so there is like a shot from the camera at certain times there's a lot of overlays for an AI yeah there's a lot of like Here's their heartbeat. Here's the thing. AI doesn't need that. <laughs> yeah. But when you consider this as a Resident Evil tie-in, so something that I noticed, especially uh, going back to it being having played even more of the games than I have back then, there was actually, as a uh, franchise tie-in, it actually is fantastic. I don't know what happened. I know because I know after this this first movie, they went really off the rails with it and took it in a different direction. But this particular, just the first movie, ties in with the uh, Resident Evil video game universe almost flawlessly. I think they just wanted it to be a good action franchise. Yeah, like and a good because at the time there wasn't another action horror franchise, and I think them linking it too closely to the films would have limited its audience quite a lot. Mm. because the first ones were actually quite good they're quite fun stupid action horror yeah, yeah like one thing i noticed with it being a video game movie is the the first say half hour or so did feel like it had a lot of like video game stuff so when it's sort of like showing where they are on the level and stuff like yes. that and like at the beginning when she's like she's going through the um she, she wakes up after she slipped and fell into her unnecessary nude shot and hmm. she's like going through the tutorial <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. press X to open the drawers. There were a <laughs> lot of call-ins. To, so the very first piece of imagery, at least in, in terms of my memory of the franchise, the first thing that it shows you that is directly like, oh, that's Resident Evil, is actually the dog in the cage yeah. um, very early on because that is very specifically the breed of dog that is in <laughs> all the Resident <laughs> Evil games. No, um, it's a Doberman. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that coincidentally, uh, or maybe not such a coincidence, the cast from Cats and Dogs that we see at the start? Yes, they it all is. grew up. <laughs> They're exactly the same dogs, yeah, except there was one that you didn't see, which is Little Beagle in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's horrifying. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, was... definitely, it definitely feels video gamey when, mm. like, especially when she wakes up and she's like looking around and it's like part of me was there like okay that's cool but at this point i'm already skipping and like running but also exploring absolutely everything i'm one of those players i don't like oh there's the option to walk like a normal person or you can sprint around yeah (laughs) i have i have so many like fundamental problems with this franchise what what is umbrella legally uh i believe i believe pharmaceutical they do everything like they're from from they do healthcare. yeah and like pharmaceuticals and other but they also do like security and stuff so it's like the reason they're called like umbrella i think is because they are literally i think they've just they've fathered in and absorbed so many companies yeah that they are just a mega core that covers that covers everything is it implied that the government know about the weapons, the like T virus and, and the viral weapons? No, I think it's um I think it's, it's black very market, much right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they try to sell them to like private militaries and stuff. There's no How did a company like Umbrella I assume a government has to give clearance on building a city size <laughs> um, money? Mm... <laughs> Yeah, but like, like legally, how are they? Like, what are you doing down there? Yeah, yeah it's the employment opportunities. They're going to employ an entire sub city. No, they will literally employ employ an entire city. Nothing else has to exist in in Raccoon City. Mm. Yeah, the only it could just be the city is the facility. Yeah. The Maybe they, thing... they got like planning permission for I don't know like to, re- to redo the yeah just to redo the basement and then they're like oh yeah it's just been delayed a bit I was like why have you got those massive drills oh you know um it's an old building they have, we've got they a train system down there yeah. how long does that take if they are yeah no if they are like sneakily doing it hey how come in the city there's an earthquake like every ten minutes. See, the, the thing oh, is, that yeah. facility was almost a direct pull from Resident Evil 2 as well. So that was one of the first things I noticed is that this film is accessible for people that have never absorbed any Resident Evil before in their life. However, if you go into it having played at least the first two games, the first three, basically, are what's included in this, because I don't think 4 was out until after. Um, there are nods to all of them, and you can figure things out a lot quicker. So, like, the Hive is basically the big underground lab from Resident Evil 2. Uh, the dogs obviously made their debut in Resident Evil 1. There's a lot of tricks in there, like so the bit skipping a little bit further into the film, but when you go into that room that they call the dining hall, that is very obviously got a load of monsters locked up oh, in cages. Level 2, dining hall B. <laughs> yes. Um, that was very much a Resident Evil trick from the games of show you the monster inactive and locked up and then set it on you later. Like it, there was so many things in there that I was just like, I was getting a big buzz out of how many uh, tie-ins to the games they actually included that I didn't notice when I watched it when I was younger. Also, 
another like stylistically how they match the games really well and i took a lot of notes about this it's not well acted mm. yeah yeah which, <laughs> very would be bad but no it's very in line with the resi games they're pretty horrifically exactly pretty badly right. translated pretty badly written the dialogue is acted. so bad. um bad. you can say bad well it's like it's straight to the point in a way that is just like this is not how people talk (laughs) this is not how people actually talk it's so wooden that they look like video game characters Mm. yeah you could really skip all pretty much all the dialogue in this film as if you were playing a you know speed running a video game and you still be able to make sense of what was going on yeah Yeah, Yeah, even without the the massive the massive exposition cutscene you can just you can just get rid of that it's fine yeah the, um, the cutscenes in this film were great the I'm dialogue <laughs> the uh we i think we mentioned briefly that that there was a scene in particular that was very memorable hmm. I'm Slightly gonna go- dicey. Yeah, yeah i was gonna, say, I'm gonna <laughs> come out on a limb and say that it is the very infamous laser corridor scene which this one interestingly i think then got from the movie they then put this into resident evil 4 they put a laser corridor because of the influence of the film so i do i just i love how it all sort of circulates and ties in very clever (laughs) laser thing so good oh i know like when it when why it did goes it not do that at the start yeah that is true <laughs> well uh why doesn't it just go with the let's just put all the lasers inescapably straight through the room it why make them dance around it like that what was the logic in that because it's the a terrifying AI. little girl <laughs> yeah the ai is deliberately scared if anything we can work out from the people that designed the ai is they designed it to be as scary as possible yeah for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, the, there literally... was also the fact that the AI. So she resorted to violence first and reasoning later, which yeah. I was like, "What?" Again, the programmers <laughs> that designed the AI, because the the reason it's a little girl is it was the daughter of the lead designer, yeah. the lead programmer that designed the Red Queen. The yeah. fuck is that? Was up with that little girl? What the fuck was up with that little girl that that man went? <laughs> you know what? This psychopathic <laughs> AI. Uh, my daughter. I mean, maybe it's only psychopathic when it's a life or death situation. Which, right, which I have a thought on that. The AI, right, is the most advanced AI, I think, in anything we've seen in any Resident Evil thing. Yeah. And in most films. It's such an advanced AI. It's self-learning. It is, like, hyper-aggressive. It's a brilliant, like it, it's a brilliant AI. It is the best AI that could ever made. It runs a security system. It runs like the entire city-wide facility. Why are they building a weapon when they have that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have, I assume, a very unique AI because it doesn't look like any other company or anything has this yeah. level of AI in it. Why the fuck <laughs> don't they just use that? as yeah. a weapon or like you sell that well if they sell it then you know they've lost their that might be their only ace in their in their but they uh, have the t-virus as well. yeah but they're developing the t-virus obviously they've as we can tell they've not quite perfected it yet yeah what, what then what's the goal of the t-virus i uh, think to, to regenerate isn't it so... like to keep soldiers alive longer Yes, that, but they're also, and this is mentioned in the film right near the end, but they're also, uh, they have the Nemesis program, which is obviously detailed very highly in Resident Evil 2 and 3. With, uh, well, I think Mr. X didn't come into it until the remake, but with, with Nemesis from Resident Evil 3, they're effectively not just trying to create soldiers that can 
effectively come back to life but super soldiers like so the idea of having this big hulking regenerative evolving monster as as a bio weapon basically uh, so that <laughs> explains the um cgi muscle mass that kills a couple of people uh that yeah. is liquor. a that is a liquor from resident evil 2 and yes it was horrendously animated <laughs> It, terrible name like, it well. really looked like a video game. Yeah, like everything <laughs> At that point, else. It really looked like a, it was a well-rendered video game cutscene. Yeah, all the all the zombies and that all did look pretty good. It was just that one yeah, thing yeah. awful. Most of the zombies were well, I think pretty much all the zombies were like practical makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Even the dogs were it was practical makeup that they put on dogs. Yeah, it looked like they just covered them in salsa. Yeah. Mm. Which um, yeah. I am I am I remembering wrong? Like, because this didn't happen in the movie, but this is something that I assumed would happen. Where she kicks a dog. No, oh, I mean, she does do that. She just <laughs> fucking absolutely, she, like, just that's her suit. She's she's just good at kicks. But I yeah. I thought that the dog's like head opened up or something. That's something. Blade in the Trinity, l- isn't it? Blade oh. it happens in Blade. It also happens later in the Resi franchise film. Oh, yeah. Because it starts to happen in the game. Yeah, that's so it does happen. It then. Yeah, so I'm not but, going mad. <laughs> That's so the whole uh, the whole splitting open uh, of of zombie heads and dog heads and stuff that doesn't happen until Resident Evil Four when it turns from virus to parasite yeah. and a parasite host has the body and therefore they start mutating in different ways. That's a yeah. Resident uh, Four and Five thing, basically. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yes. So speaking of the kicks as well, like how co- so when the zombies come into it, they have to shoot them like several times, well, and then main character them. just gives them a good kick. <laughs> Well, she isn't she like super powerful? Not yeah, until yeah. Oh. I don't know. Not until the very end of this film when they've got her all hooked up to the. I think that oh, is the yeah. event that made her yeah. super powerful. Yeah, okay, but she was then. still like a really good fighter, wasn't she? Oh yeah, she was yeah. Still like a, a special ops. She was trained. Yeah, she was yeah. but she didn't. I don't. But I believe she doesn't actually just... gain her powers that she gets in the future movies until the end of this movie. When she, that's why she's all hooked I mean... up to all of that stuff. I mean. Like, when you think about it, the zombies are, like, decaying human bodies. At no point does anyone else try and punch the zombies. Maybe they're really, really, like, their bones are super brittle. <laughs> so no one else tried to just kick the zombies. Yeah. They I, also, I also them. like, like, the um, bash at caving the head in with a, what looked like, some sort of desk toy or trophy or something. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they're resistant to piercing damage, but they're vulnerable to bludgeoning damage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There was that moment that I wondered how did one. So the bit where they. F- the, the first zombie that actually attacks that then escaped five of them. Five yep. of them yeah, did no, not notice. Yeah. Like. Well, number one, it, that meant that the zombie had to actively try and hide. Yeah. Like. Not zombies something. are not some that's not something they're capable of doing maybe that was like a nonsensical throw to how zombies in those games kind of just vanish into the ground sometimes. that is true but it did appear like the zombie was intentionally trying to escape which is not something any zombie does it, in anything no it would have just gone straight back at them Maybe if it bo- like maybe if they actively showed it bubbling and boiling into the ground. But no, I like that that zombie was has a survival instinct. One, my f- absolute favorite throwback to the games out of the whole movie was the dog smashing through the window, just yeah. like in the first game when it when you're in that corridor. That scene made me intensely happy. <laughs> yes, that that whole dog fight scene was maybe the best like choreographed scene yeah 
Um, they put a lot of effort into that scene and then kind of just forgot about the rest of the film. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what what holds up then, as well as that that scene and Slicey Dicey? I think it was bad when we watched it when we were younger, and it's bad now. Oh, okay. I don't think it was. I don't think I watched it when I was younger, and I was like, "This is a great movie." No, I was well aware that it was awful. Uh, it makes no sense. Um, one of my favorite lines in it that I, I remembered very clearly was at one point someone says they can't bury us alive down here yes they can that's the point they can't bury us alive down here what makes See, you think that <laughs> for me the movie was kind of like dumb fun in the same way that yeah. resident evil is dumb fun and I, yeah. I i wouldn't be able to call it bad so much as just cheesy yeah, yeah like, it's it's yeah. very uh, I mean, half the time I couldn't tell if I was like in a rave or watching a movie because, like, oh, the, the music threw me off so music, much. Weird. Like, weird, like strobe rapid cuts. Like they'll they'll just suddenly have loads of different shots of something. They couldn't um, decide on what kind of musical theme they actually wanted to go with for this movie. In the same way that I felt like they couldn't at first until like they tried to sort of start setting it up as if it was going to be a horror then dropped it straight into action which is fair because that's what the resi games kind of do oh yeah absolutely like a sharp turn into but then the music didn't keep up with that no it didn't (laughs) the the horror bits were really weird as well because like there there were literally like four or five jump scares where the jump scare was that another person was just next to them hmm. yep. like there was more jump scares of that than the zombies while we're on the track uh the soundtrack discussion one of the songs is literally called fist fuck <laughs> yeah oh. that was by trent Reznor. by the looks of uh, yeah i noticed that in the credits yeah hmm. i also noticed that they just played a slipknot song in the credits like straight up two thousands, like you, yeah. could put, you could put whatever soundtrack. Oh, we've learnt at this point with Underworld <laughs> and Wanted <laughs> and Jumper. You could kind of throw at that point. You could kind of throw and license any song and put it over the top, and mm. you just wouldn't, you wouldn't care or notice. I think one of my favorite scenes is the when they're under uh, in the tunnels. Mm. I really liked that because it it felt tense. Yes. Mm. It was so, like a bit campy, but it felt tense. Yeah, I had uh, the, the two biggest issues that I had with this whole movie was partially. So they went down into like the tunnels or what that seemed like effectively the sewage system of the facility. Yeah, I think um, it was meant to be like a cooling system. Yeah. Why were there so many zombies specifically down there? Noise? There was maybe it just didn't make sense to me that there would be that many in that specific part of the facility especially given again going based on the resident evil games is that when you enter the sewers that is typically the one part where there's not really any zombies around because why would there be but there's usually some sort of weird monster well i don't know how many people work in that facility because if it is like city sized Mm. a city's worth of people have to exist in it yeah so i thought it maybe it was um the ai sort of herding them possibly yeah like she could tell that they were going to go down into the sewers where she didn't have things like you know one why don't you just turn the oxygen off but whatever um i don't think she can i suppose yeah why would you write that into yeah yeah deliberately creepy horrifying ai (laughs) give it the ultimate power and then the other big issue that i had with the movie was right near the end when they're on the train so i thought one i thought it was interesting that they used the liquor as effectively the big bad beast of it when given their placement in the games they are not the big bad scariest enemy what else do you put 
in there instead. Um, you can't put Nemesis. You can't put any no. of the other big bads because they haven't been established. They haven't established anything resi yet. And unlike the games, they can't just throw it at you. Mm. But they... my biggest issue was uh, the bit where she stabs through the liquor tongue mm-hmm. with the pole. How was she strong enough to also stab it enough through the metal floor to actually keep it there? <laughs> that <laughs> really, really bugged me. <laughs> was it not on the grate? Yeah, it I was, it was on, on the, the grate bit on. of the way you can, so you can get, you know, the doors down. Yeah. Yeah, it's on a grate. So but, but wasn't the pipe pretty thick? Would it have gone through? If it's only like going to hit one or two of like the thin metal pipes. Yeah. I think if you hit something and it's sharp, like the, the grate would have like the grating bits were thin yeah I think if you've got a sharp enough bit of metal and you're strong enough to kill a dog in one kick <laughs> yeah. um, you can probably like you could probably do that as a person yeah if you put like everything into it and you were strong enough to kill a dog yeah it doesn't go kick. it goes into like the grate bit it doesn't yeah. go into the, the okay. full metal but it i mean it's still like you know a bit of a feat but it's one of those like i guess your adrenaline's pumping yeah like it's You've feasible. Got, yeah, it's sort of life or death. In, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's feasible a human could do that, and, and it is sharp. Yeah, I think throughout the second half, the first half of the film uh, is really solid, and the second half is where all of the mistakes and dumb things happen. That's yeah. what's frustrating, isn't it? It's like yeah. they start off doing sort of exactly what you do, where it's like, well, okay, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to find out. Fair enough. Yeah, something's fishy. I'm going to explore okay that we've we've got a job to do like that's fine but then they start making bad decisions Mm. yeah like oh if you're bitten you will turn into a zombie okay let's just keep bringing this girl who's been bitten several times with us i'm sure that'll end well Mm. let's bring her into the enclosed train well i think that was like the weirdest part of that was so her being on the train is okay because they know that there's an antivirus there the weird bit for me with her is that she gets bit um, they don't know that if you're bit, you turn into a zombie. So it's fine that she's with them then. Mm. Then the AI tells them that if you get bit or scratched, you turn into a zombie. Then they stick with her for a while. They don't even talk about it either. No. And then they find out that there's an antivirus. Yeah. It, it was such a weird, like, they don't know there's an antivirus, but they know if you have a bite, you'll turn into a zombie. And it's... with every... As with every zombie film, you the rate of turning in the rate of zombification is entirely based on the plot. Yep. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not consistent. Considering one of them gets bitten and turns and attacks immediately. her immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a bit frustrating because I was just sort of like, why hasn't she turned yet? Why hasn't she turned yet? Is this like what's that other film? Like, is it The Last of Us or whatever? Where there's you've got that girl that's got the antivirus sort of built in, does and you have to protect her. Uh, well, that's a game, but yes. Yeah, yeah. but it well, so is Resident Evil. Um... Yeah, it's just so you said, you said movie. <laughs> uh, it's, t- it's hot. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, so that Last of Us game, I thought it was going to go down something like I was for a while. I was worried that it was going to go down that route where it was like, oh, they have to. But then I was thinking, if I was one of those sort of military types, and I found out I was going to become a zombie and potentially hurt all the people around me surely you you just do the honorable thing and put a bullet yeah. in your brain mm. which is what she says I to be really fair, she does when the ai is literally saying kill her and i'll open the door she literally offers herself up and just says do it mm. and instead they kill the monitor which is the tra- <laughs> traditional movie way of destroying yeah. a computer mm. well no no it could because um the person that saves them he said he pressed the button and fried the machine yeah so he destroyed the red queen because they had a failsafe button didn't they 
Yes, yeah. they Yeah, because yeah. he managed to survive the insane horde of zombies yeah. with we his one up. bullet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, maybe he's got good kicks too. This movie it worked so well as a movie tie-in that as a long-time Resident Evil fan, I was, I was, despite the movie not being an incredible movie, I felt very satisfied by it with with all of the stuff that it kind of just kept nodding to throughout the course of the film and the way that it set it up with the very last scene where she that was very video gamey where she walks out of that facility and finds a fucking pump action shotgun, um, stands in the middle. <laughs> desolated city and just pumps it even though there is nothing around (laughs) it was very like that was very much this is a video game awaiting its obvious sequel i did enjoy that i have a confession to make i did actually immediately watch the second movie after watching this one (laughs) i I want to watch the second one Hmm. hey maybe we'll do the second one sometime yeah Yeah. it was it was I'd no, well, I hadn't either. Well, no, I had. I think, you know, at one point on film four while doing something else. <laughs> but I, yeah, I only remembered one scene from it. Mm. But it was, yeah, I, I really enjoyed, I, I really enjoyed the, the second one. And I, I really, basically, I really enjoyed the, the the ending of the first one. And that, you know, you walk out and it was such a sequel tease. And yeah. I, yeah, I was immediately like, right, okay, let's uh, let's give Amazon another three pound fifty or whatever. <laughs> it sets the scope, doesn't it? So you've gone from mm-hmm. underground facility to whole city. It is very much the the whole like, cool, we've done the setup. Now here's the bigger, better, bolder thing to come, kind of thing. Yeah, no, it it is a genuinely good, really fun film to watch as well. Uh, I don't think it holds mm. up because I don't think it was ever good. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but I think that's so. Fine. What isn't good about it? I mean, the, apart from the acting and the dialogue, camera work, the editing. For most of it, the editing. Uh, I think a lot of the story made no sense. Like genuinely, like as soon as you start questioning, it falls apart. Type of no sense. Yeah, there was um, yeah. for me the bit where they realise they're carrying around like three people with really bad amnesia, and they're like, "This is fine. We'll just keep <laughs> taking them into this facility." You know, the the reveal that one of the guys that was with them the whole time had actually caused the whole thing was sort of. It was kind of like, oh, okay, sure. But they hadn't actually built him to be a likable character enough for it to be like, oh my god, you know? No, he was clearly meant to be, and like clearly the villain. Except for like one minute where you think it's the other guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what his character's called. I suggest about remember Alice. Alice yeah. is, I can't remember the actress's name. Uh, uh, you're allowed to learn. Mila Jokovic? Yeah. Yeah. One rule of this podcast, you're allowed to learn either the character's name or the actor's name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not both. <laughs> Not both. Yeah. Or, uh, sometimes none. You're allowed none. <laughs> so I guess overall then, um, how many cubes of man out of ten would you give this movie? I don't like that. So, so oh, just the sliding falling apart his his when his eye oh, droops out is probably the oh. worst bit <laughs> yeah i don't think an eye would do that oh it would dan dan can tell you it would why can i tell you <laughs> because you cut open an eye and fainted oh yeah there was that eye. one time in school when someone <laughs> cut open an eye and i was like yeah i'll be fine and then they oh no it popped and all this black stuff came out I- and then i woke up on the floor <laughs> Oh dear! It wasn't an eye. It wasn't another student. It was like in science, they were dissecting an eye. Yeah, we weren't just fucking insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, would you rather shit? So again, I think I'm biased because of my like 
absolute devout love for the video game so i would genuinely give this movie a 7 out of 10 for enjoyment factor um and just how well it i like the fact that this movie then influenced the future of the games because resident evil 4 was very uh silly and happy go lucky with the amount of kicks that were in the game because of this movie and they started throwing in all the somersaults and the wall jumps and shit that this movie did before that came into the games i i'm yeah, I, I had a really good time with the film and I would absolutely watch it again in the future. I think I agree. I agree. Um, seven, seven out of ten uh, audio replaced scenes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> seven out of ten dubbed over sequences. I think, yeah, seven out of ten solid because it is it is a fun film. It is not a good film. <laughs> it is riddled yeah. with mistakes and don't pay too close of attention or else it starts yeah. to fall apart. Like a but man being is. sliced by several lasers. <laughs> like, a <man. laughs> like a man stood in a hallway of lasers, it starts to fall apart at some point, no matter how hard you try. Yeah, I I really enjoyed watching it, and even though I only had one scene that I recalled, I I didn't hate finding out the context for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was nice to be like, oh, so that's why he gets sliced up. <laughs> um yeah i would um, i i mean i almost i want to go and watch the rest of them now and i feel like that's <laughs> that's probably not a decision i'll I'll, right. I'll i'm gonna regret that decision if you're willing to go into them being like these are gonna be bad i think they're great and really fun to watch until the last two i think they're yeah. genuinely really fun you can tell when they really go downhill because those are the ones you can get for free or yeah. well on netflix yeah um i don't regret spending renting this movie and paying actual money for it. I bought them. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I probably should have done because I actually it. do. I do want to. I do want to watch it again. So I should have. I should have forked out for that mm. extra like fifty p or whatever to keep it forever. Yeah. Um. I think it was six pound fifty. Oof. Yeah. Maybe you bought the HD edition. I don't bother. I don't. My... Oh yeah, I think I did actually. If it I haven't even. My TV's not even full HD. <laughs> if it wasn't made in HD, you don't watch it in HD. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good rule, actually. Yeah. Maybe that's why the liquor looked so no. off. No, the, no, the liquor looked bad for everyone. I think yeah. that that looked bad when it when it came out. Yeah. Do you reckon they just took the model from the game? No, because the model is. I think it moves Better. worse than the game. Yeah. Like. Its movements are so... Oh, no. I just had a thought. Why does the guy turn into the nemesis at the end? Um, he's well his life because he's dying. He's oh, dying, okay. so they save him by giving him the nemesis drug. Yeah. It's Sorry, not. I... It's not that he's turning into it. It's that he is making him it. His body. They notice that it is with. It is sustaining mutation. So his body is suitable for the Nemesis program. They can put him in and basically genetically alter him to be a super soldier. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because in my head, it was just because he got licked by the liquor. I hate that name. Yeah, he got scratched uh, by it. He got yeah. scratched by the liquor, which doesn't make any sense if without that bit of context, because the guy that the liquor ate, I hate that word. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I hated it until I said it. Just turned into the most nightmare zombie in the entire thing. Yeah, Hmm. Uh, because that guy is terrifying when he's a zombie. That was like genuinely horrible. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I I I did enjoy it, and I it's a it's a bad movie, but it it definitely falls into that. It's still good. It's still cheesy. It's still exactly what it it says it's going to be. So I'll give it. I think I'll give it. um, Yeah, seven uh, dogs licking off their own special effects makeup. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, I oh. think I watched behind the scenes at some point, and that was a genuine problem. Yes, it was. I was reading the goofs earlier. Yeah, I mean, I I was only going to give it a five, to be honest. Like it was, it was fine. I enjoyed it, but um, another thing you're wrong with. <laughs> that that mm. is fair. I I mean, I'll probably rewatch it again at some point. But yeah, and I, then you'll love it. Maybe, maybe, maybe it just takes a little bit more. I've I've not replayed much of the games either, so I I don't really have that going. Yeah, um, see that, no, thank you. That's very much the thing for me is that that it is genuinely one of my favorite franchises of all time. I think I just like zombie films. That too, fan of zombie film. Well, with that, I have been Dan. I have been Michael. I've been Helena. And I've been Elliot, not reanimated from the dead. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter at Hilton Pod. That is at H I L T M Pod. And yeah, if you want to like leave us a review or something that would be great on spotify yeah spotify apple podcasts google podcasts the other ones <laughs> I'm, I'm sure i'm sure you've found us and you're listening to this somehow so yeah, maybe, maybe you're listening to it through a terrifying small child ai if so i'm very sorry for what's about to happen <laughs> you're <laughs> going to die down here <laughs> <laughs>